Hello, everyone. Welcome to On the Scene. My name is Danielle DeVoe, and I am your guest host this week. Alison Dijak is out of band practice because she has an awesome sold-out show this weekend that we will tell you about later, even though you can't go. Um, And of course, as always, we'll have the arts, culture, music event listings for KW. Every week, we, of course, chat with someone from the KW scene, and this week is no different. So I will introduce our guest in a minute. I will leave you hanging unless you're on our socials, in which case you know all about it. Before we get started, I want to acknowledge that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral People, as well as the Haldeman Track Land Promise to the Six Nations that runs six miles on each side of the Grand River, and we are grateful for using this space tonight. We are also uh, in a brand new location this week. You might be able to hear the sound of the movie starting up above our heads. You can't smell the popcorn, but we can. We are at the Princess Twin Cinemas in Uptown Waterloo. We are downstairs in their beautiful little gallery location. And we are going to be pushing through, even if people have to come down to use the washrooms or come down the stairs to look at the art. So just be aware, it might be one of those quirky environments where you hear a few things. But thank you so much to Princess Cinemas for letting us use your space. Before we get started, let's kick things off with some music. Here is a guest from, uh, he was on the show in the summer, also in one of my sub-in shows, Ramsey Almighty. He's been releasing music like a madman the past year, and uh, here is a song from him. This is Last Dance. I can tell, found a place, far away, out of space, in a time, in a day, someone warm. Change my ways, I'm drifting on, call it off, what's going on, what's going on, the final song, you're leaving on, your girl is calling, girl is calling, we stalling, cause we balling, I know you see me girl, why you falling, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoop, there it is, they like, who is the kid? We just pull up to the party, to the roof, off the crib, to the roof, off the wheel. Let them know this who it is, this is me and my familiar. Get a hold up on your chick, hold up, nigga, 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 nigga. Had to make it ignorant, deliberate, all my homies getting it. Rowdy, rowdy, bout about it, now we in the party, man. This is something different, so we had to tell the audience, hey. Something special, something different When you stuck in my position Only option here was winning This the last, 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 last dance I'm coming for my last, 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 last dance I'm coming for my Take a chance with me, take a chance with me. My name is Anthony, she from the south side of the city. She a fan of me, she put a trance on me. She put a trance on me, she put a trance on me. She put a trance on me. I, I know you really want a man that can give it right. And now they're looking for a man that I could be your type. Why you always on the internet, just quiet it. Rule the thirds on your chest, the prerogative. Hold up, bring it back. Talking shit like you need a husband. Why you fronting on a nigga like you really wasn't? I swear you something special, something different. When you stuck in my position, only option here was winning. This the last, 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 last dance. I'm coming for my last, 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 last dance. I'm coming for my. Chance for me. My name is Anthony. She from the south side of the city. She a fan of me. She put a trance on 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 me. 
You just heard Last Dance from Ramsey Almighty. If you are just joining us, welcome back to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Danielle DeVoe. I am your guest host for this evening, and we have a great show in store for you, as we always do. Over the next hour, we'll be talking about local arts and culture events going on in KW, and later in the show, not too long uh, from now, actually, we will be chatting with local creative Sarah Guidlinger, who you have surely seen everywhere because she is doing a thousand things right now. Uh, But most importantly, you hear her on Midtown Radio with Bond Bond Park Podcast, so the most important thing. Before we get into our interview, we're going to chat briefly about some of the things that are happening at KW this weekend, and here are a few events I specifically want to highlight. Friday night at the museum in downtown Kitchener, they are going to be hosting Dance Mix Y2K, a throwback dance party with all your favorite 2000 songs, uh, trivia, games, prizes, cash bar, snacks, etc., etc. It's Starts at 8 p.m., ends at 1 a.m. Tickets are $26. On Saturday, the Sound Effect podcast will be recording a live episode and live broadcasting it on midtownradio.ca at TWB Brewing. We've done a bunch of live broadcasts there, and this one will be super fun. The Sound Effect is one of our locally made podcasts here on Midtown Radio. And in every episode, hosts Tom and Dave are joined by an impressive slate of Canadian musicians and they discuss um, which album has had the most impact on them. I listened to one recently in which they interviewed Jose from By Divine Right, which was a band that I loved in my youth. Um, This Saturday, they will be live at TWB at 5 p.m. And you can join them in person for a pint, including a hot Mike Blonde Ale, which was the Midtown Radio Brew that they might still have a couple pints of kicking around. Or you can listen at home on midtownradio.ca. And the last super fun thing I want to draw your attention to is Neo Noir Vember. Uh, so Apollo Cinema is having a new twist on their Noir Vember programming. There's a month full of films that put a contemporary spin on the classic film noir genre. The first film kicks off tonight, and then you can catch the second installment of the series on Friday with Perfect Blue, an iconic psychological thriller. And it has been frequently hailed as one of the most important animated films of all time. That's a pretty lofty claim, but you should go check it out and then decide for yourself. Some other films to be featured this month include The Dark Knight, Lady Vengeance, and Sin City. And I would be remiss if I did not put in a shameless plug for Midtown Radio's movie night later this month. November 22nd at the Apollo, uh, we have Radioland Murders. It's going to be a hoot. You can get there early and watch a live taping of another Midtown Radio podcast. Mid-credit scene at 6 p.m. and we have an after party at AOK. But we will remind you of that every week between now and then on On the Scene. Now, before we get into our feature interview for the night, uh, we are going to listen to a song from Eye the Mountain because when Allison hosts, she never puts Eye the Mountain on because she's like, well, I'm in this band. That would be kind of shameless self uh, self promotion. And I love this band and I'm happy to promote them. Eye the Mountain is actually playing at Counterpoint brewing tomorrow night um uh, it's part of counterpoint's new tiny tap room series um but the show is sold out so you can't go see it but you could go to counterpoint and taste some of the wildfire smoked porter which is an eye the mountain counterpoint brewing collab and it is named after their new song wildfire which we are going to listen to right now we could be wildfire I could keep you up for days No coffee or tea, baby Just your eyes on me We could be wildfire I could keep you up all night We could pop the champagne A little premature But I'll get there soon, babe Oh, oh, oh Set my heart ablaze Standing by the window Staring 
Welcome back to On the Scene. My name is Danielle DeVoe. I am your guest host for tonight, and we are broadcasting live from the Princess Twin Cinemas. We are down in their beautiful gallery space looking at beautiful art on the walls. And I am joined tonight by our guest, Sarah Guidlinger. Sarah, welcome so much. Hi, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me. So it seems silly to even say this, but for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Sarah is a Waterloo Region photographer and digital storyteller in the community. She is the co-host and producer of Bond Park Podcast, uh, a much-loved podcast that also airs on Midtown Radio, as well as an unscripted spectacle, and has recently been working on a short film with support from the Waterloo Region Arts Fund, entitled Playtime the Movie, and the film shines the spotlight on the joy of childhood toys and dives into a local toy shop Welcome to On the Scene, and I'm so excited to talk about this movie. I love toys, I love movies, I love arts fund funded projects. So it's really all the things I love. Perfect, I love that. <laughs> Lots of love going on. <laughs> so, I mean, I think a lot of artists will have had this experience of pitching a project to arts fund mm -hmm. with the, the belief in their heart that it, they could realize yeah. it if they just got some funding. What, what was it like pitching your project? How confident were you going in? Oh, zero percent. So <laughs> I think that was my fifth application. Um, and I just kept trying different ideas, sort of like taking stabs at it, trying different, um, you know, photography-related ideas, and one was a podcast-related idea. For some reason, this one stuck, and really, it kind of came to fruition um, as an idea with my podcast partner, my creative partner, Marshall Ward, local writer, beloved guy. Um, he wrote an article about Robbie De Silva, who runs this shop, 3D Vintage Toys, Stuff and Things, at the St. Jacob's Farmer's Market, and um, Robbie was telling him a story about how when people walk into the shop, um, and, and you find something from your youth, that strawberry shortcake doll or that Tonka truck or that lunch pail that you had, whatever that was, um, that you're transported in time. So when, you, when, you're, when you're faced with something tactile from your childhood, he said that people like zone right out and it's like they're in a trance and they're transported in time. So that's where this idea of playtime came from. It was Marshall's writing um, and me sort of trying to step over into filmmaking because being a photographer and a podcaster, it's kind of the next natural step. It feels like the next natural step mm -hmm. for me. You're taking sound and images and you're putting them together. It seems like a no-brainer. <laughs> 
And that it, your film is has its premiere next week on November tenth at the Princess. Mm-hmm. How how excited are you? For how, I thought you were going to say how ready are you? For how, this? Yeah, <laughs> is, is the film finished? Is it ready? Sure, it is. Of course, isn't everything always finished on time? Uh, I'm so excited. It's it feels like it's been um, a long time in the making. We've been filming since last winter, um, and just sort of laboring over every little detail. We've pulled all of our friends into the project um could you write this could you say this could you lend us that toy my children have found toys for me and bought them for me and and brought them home um uh so I'm very excited to share it it's it's a beautiful little film and uh, I want to actually since we're at the princess I wanted I wanted to share this little story the reason why it's called playtime the movie and I don't think I've actually told anybody this but um when I went to like get a website there is a movie called Playtime from 1967, and it's it's beautiful. It's shot on 70 millimeter, and it's this like futuristic, um, like hyper consumerism, Paris uh, story, and it's kind of a comedy, but it's not funny. And it's on the, it's shot on this very elaborate set that cost them like I don't know so much money. Um, but that's why I had to add the movie because I'm like, oh, there's already a movie called Playtime. So if you go looking for it, you won't find it. That's that's a great reason to have to call right? something a I know. movie. And now yours is the definitive movie right, because it says the, the movie yeah. right there in the title. Um, is it is it a spoiler if we ask you what your favorite toy from childhood is? Oh, no, not at all. So uh, totally opposite of what it's supposed to be. I rejected dolls, Barbies, um, you know, My Little Ponies. I, I remember, actually, this is a great story. Um, if anyone remembers the Cabbage Patch craze in the mid-'80s, I remember being with my mom at Highway Market in town and um, and the moms were like ripping open these Cabbage Patch boxes and changing the outfits on the dolls and, and putting them in different, and just making sure they got like the one, the rarest one, you know, when they're just as, uh, as valuable as Beanie Babies now, I suppose. But um, my mom was doing this for me and I was like, I don't want a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. Like she was caught up in this frenzy and I was like, I, I never played with dolls. So for me, uh, it was Tonka Trucks, Dinky Cars, like Matchbox Cars, Dinky Cars, um, anything in the mud. We grew up, <laughs> I grew up um, beside a forest, and the forest was my playland, and, you know, barefoot and running around in there, uh, getting burrs in my hair and climbing trees. That was, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So not a Cabbage Patch doll. Not at all. I, I didn't have, I, I did not have a Cabbage Patch doll because my mother hated them good so she, she was she onto was something the, she, i mean toys she, are wonderful like, <laughs> she she put down her yeah exactly you should you should really limit the toys your children have that's sure. the message of this movie yeah. that's where yeah. we're going to come down at the end is to say <laughs> toys bad yeah <laughs> but also toys good i mean we talked to so many people in this film that um they're there's some big collectors like there's people who have like like thousands of items from one specific genre of toy like we talked to this man drew and he has an entire room in his house dedicated to ghostbuster 2 two mm-hmm. right wild um or Luis, we talked to he's got thousands of my little ponies but he's not a brony he makes it very clear that's a totally different thing um but what seems to happen is there's like a turning point in people's lives when they become collectors like that where they're you know um you know something happened or you had to face growing up or um you know you you had to start like abandoning childhood innocence and they sort of go back to those toys all the time to remember what it's like to be free and joyful yeah and i i really love collectors and collections especially in this moment where we're we're really being pulled in two different directions Mm -hmm. where there's like the hyper consumerism of the absurdity of just having all the crap Mm -hmm. and then there's the obsessive minimalism of you must dispense with all worldly goods and only then will you find truly find happiness and I think collectors really throw a cog in both of those machines. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with that more. And I relate with both because I do collect some things, um, not toys specifically, but you know, I, I was... I camera was, equipment. Camera equipment, <laughs> podcasting equipment, filming equipment, antique cameras, vinyl, newly guitars, which is starting to become a problem, but um, <laughs> old sad memories and songs. That's another thing I collect. But, you know, but I always call this like the, one of the biggest regrets of my adulthood was the great garage sale of 2010 when I got rid of everything. And I mean everything. Things that I really should have kept. But I had two little kids and a tiny house and I had no space and I let it all go to somebody else. And you know, it takes a while to get over that. Oh, well, when you are a guest on Radio Free Sundays, you should ask David Harms about the great garage sale tragedy. I will he ask has, him. <laughs> he has a story. Throwing that one out there. I know he's listening. So there you go. Sarah okay. would like to hear about your great garage sale tragedy. We can commiserate together because, oh, regrets. His I've was not regrets. self-inflicted. Oh, 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 sorry. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so tell us a little bit more. About, so you're talking to collectors. Yeah. Um, you know, is there any any stories from the film that really that really stuck with you? Oh, so many. Oh my goodness. Um, some of them that didn't even make it into the film, to be honest. I mean, our our hero of the story, Robbie De Silva from 3D Vintage Toy Stuff and Things at the market. Um, you know, he he tells his story about growing up in the 80s and having an escape and he even he even talks about um, being under the stairs like with Star Wars sheets and reading comic book by the light of his light bright like it's, you could you could picture this when he's telling you this but you know he has he's had a tough road and he uh, faced depression and things like that in his life and by night he actually works as an overnight counselor for at-risk youth right so and then by day he's selling these toys and dealing in these toys so he's actually like a real life superhero at night taking care of children and being like a comfort to them the way that our toys were to us when we were little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of amazing. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I have young children watching them grow up yeah. and, and I, I, I often perceive the things that they have as garbage and yeah. I often want to get rid of them mm-hmm. because they're usually on my floor in a really inconvenient location. Mm-hmm. And there's just, who hasn't stepped on them. Lego in the night. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so, you know, so there's some things that I value like Lego. I, I like, I have a bin for yeah. it. It's all in the same place and I value it and I don't want to get rid of it. But there's other things that I'm like, this is crap and we shouldn't have to keep it. But they have really strong memories. They really, it's deep. Oh, you can hear the movie on right <laughs> now. Like perfect timing. Really strong yeah. memories. Yeah. The children and then the crack of thunder and then mom threw away <laughs> their thing the that they love but but it's but it amazes me because they also you know they will remember things they're, they're four and six now and mm-hmm. my six-year-old will remember things that she had when she was two yeah and she'll but ask they me about they never it forget. she'll say no. where does it I have, where is that yeah. and and I think I threw it away four years ago yeah. and I thought I got away with it it's and gone. I didn't get away yeah. with it but you know that the, the way that toys really imprint themselves on our psyches and these really oh they really do profound and then we forget sorry to speak over you we we forget like it's uh, your interview go ahead is it (laughs) i'm used to being on the other side but you know we we sometimes you know we put them away and it it is sort of like the sad tale of you know growing up and and forgetting childish things but we put these toys away and then it's sometimes when we're confronted with them like in robbie's shop that you're transported and you remember and and for me there's a lot of like the tactile nature of the toy, the smell, um, for me, like, uh, personally when I'm walking through the woods and when I'm, you know, enjoying like a fall walk or there's a lot of mud to squish my running shoes in and all that kind of stuff. That's when I really feel like a child again. Um, but I've seen it in Robbie's shop. I've seen, I was standing there talking to him about like, Hey, so we got this grant. Oh, regional Waterloo arts fund grant, like supported this, um, movie. And, um, I was like, Hey, we got this grant. We're going to go ahead. Here's the ideas. And I saw this young woman come by with her partner and she saw, I think it was Funshine Care Bear on the shelf and she was drawn to it. Right. She just sort of gravitated towards it. And she brought it up to the counter and she kind of chatted with Robbie for a little bit. And she said, my mom's going to kill me, but I can't leave her here. And Rob said, yeah, I know. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like she had to take her home, right? A grown woman needs this Care Bear, this Funshine Bear to take home and feel that little piece of joy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to chat more about some of your other projects, right. but just remind us when is your movie filming right. at, or showing? Oh, filming. it's like, it's I'm filmed. saying the wrong it's words. Filmed. It's filmed. <laughs> showing at the Princess I got scared Cinema. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> words have meaning and they have language, emotional impacts on people so. and you should be careful <laughs> with what you say, Danielle. Okay. When can people see your film? So it's playing here at the Princess Twin um, in Waterloo on Thursday, November 10th at 7 p.m. and on Saturday the 12th at 2 p.m. And we're planning some more screenings after that because people seem to want to see it. Okay, great. Well, hang tight. We're going to talk about some of your other projects. But first, we are going to do our events listening listing. We're going to talk about all of the music that people can go check out this weekend in town. Sarah, would you like to know what musicians are playing at Always. local bars around yes, town? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So, uh, on Friday at Descendants, you can see Kevin Coates and Don Featherstone. Uh, On Friday at the Duke of Wellington, you can see Drew Rose and The Gathering. And on Saturday at the Duke, you can see Chris Stray. And at The Hub, there's tons. I don't even know what that is, but something crazy. Some dance party is happening at The Hub. Um, On Saturday at Jane Bond, there's Dana Sonic. The Jazz Room this weekend, of course, has shows Friday and Saturday night. On Friday, there's Kevin Turcott, Eric St. Laurent, and Jordan O'Connor. And on Saturday night, there's Benjamin Deschamps Quintet. At the Rich Uncle Tavern this weekend on Friday's Unheard Of, and on Saturday, Maria, Saturday, Maria and Chris. 
The Registry Theater has a couple different events this weekend. Boyd at 90 plus 6, Boyd McDonald Celebration Concert on Friday, and then Clefts of Mower, uh, his CD, their, their CD release party uh, on Saturday night. Strikers, Katie Topham is there on Saturday. TWB, the Sound Effect Podcast Live on Saturday night at 5 p.m. You should definitely go check that out. And that is all of our music listings for this weekend, which is great. There aren't that many, which means you can go to the Princess Twin Cinemas and also check out a movie, take in a movie. Uh, Speaking of music and someone who's not playing in the region this weekend because she plays all over the place because she's an international superstar, Alicia Brilla. So we are going to uh, hear her song play, which our producer picked because it kind of went with the theme for the movie. (laughs) I like that. Well, I wake up at nine o'clock. I head off to work with my smile on. South America, it's favorite drug. Everybody needs their morning buzz. Me, myself, I wanna be making music and people happy. But here I am doing nine to five. Would you like something on the side? Whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every day is the same. That was Alicia Brilla with her song, Play. Now, we're going to get back to our interview very soon, but before we do that, let's have our quick film rundown to see what is playing in theaters this weekend in case it's cold and you want to be indoors. So this weekend at the Apollo, you can see Decision to Leave, Perfect Blue, part of their Neo Noir Vember series, Safety Last with live piano accompaniment. That is a silent film with a live pianist playing. So you should probably check that one out. That seems like a once in a this lifetime opportunity. Uh, Hellraiser, they've got a 35th anniversary uh, screening of that. And Labyrinth, ugh, the things you can see in that film. 
At Princess Original, you can see Ace and the Scout, Decision to Leave, Predator, 35th Anniversary. Wow, 35 years ago, interesting things were happening in uh, creepy character cinema. Um, New York Dog Film Festival 2022-2023 is playing, and Starship Troopers. And then at the Princess Twin, you can see Tar and the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, Yeah. So that's what's happening this weekend in film. Next weekend in film, of course, you'll be going to check out Sarah Geidlinger's new new movie. Um, but Sarah, making films isn't the only thing you've been up to of late or since Midtown Radio has known you. Um, so can you tell us about um, some of your many other projects? Why don't we start with Bond Park Podcast, uh, 150th episode last summer. Yep. Uh, thank you for leading me too, because I would just be like, I don't know, I just make stuff, put it out there. <laughs> I don't know what other projects I, I have do. on the go. Depends on the day of the week. Yeah, so uh, Barn Park, Bond Park, we're at 170 episodes now. We're approaching. Um, uh, it started as like a passion project between me and Marshall Ward. Uh, we were friends and neighbors, and we met at Bond Park in Waterloo. Um, when we were stay at home at home, uh, sorry, stay at home work at home parents, I should say, um, both creatives working at home and uh, trying to raise kids and trying to get to that park to like hang out and talk to somebody about something other than you know toys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it's really morphed into something beautiful where we talk to a lot of people from the community. We've met so many wonderful souls. Um, like just this past week, we released a, um, a, an episode with Ron McKay, who is um, his. He's an author of Newly. Uh, he's written his memoir, and his book is called, Hey, It's Me, The High School Dropout. So you know you have to read it. He's just telling his life story to his children and his grandchildren. And, um, yeah, we get to meet so many great people. Yeah, are there any you, – you do have great interviews. Thanks. Are there any that are particularly memorable for you? Oh, that's so hard all the time. <laughs> yeah, out of, out of 170 episodes, I what's know. your top three? I know. Well, I'll tell you the most listened to episodes for sure. I love them all. I really do. But um, Les Fleisig, a retired teacher from the area, is our number one most listened to show I think he's just got a uh, uh, a fan following of just being a good guy in the community that's and uh, then he came back for our season two finale and interviewed us and that was a lot of fun um, asking us questions about what our favorite you know movies are and toys and, and all the things that Marshall and I really love to talk about music um, one of our true well our only true crime episode with Anthony Reinhardt um, about a serial killer in Waterloo region is probably the second most listened to episode and it's super creepy um, and painful to listen to but uh it's a good listen nonetheless well I don't like did you know we had a serial killer yeah we did like over here like I'm pointing this direction just just down the street over here so you definitely have to go back and listen to that one if you like that sort of thing yeah Mm. and then of course we had I the Mountain on love I the Mountain they shared like five songs with us and we that's a super long extended episode yeah yeah you had to you had to go over oh yeah yeah so many members to talk to <laughs> and and you you were saying earlier uh when we were chitty chatting before the show got started you committed to doing an episode every week and yes. you have done it you're We've done it you're doing it yeah it's a um I'm not sure where it's coming from, uh, the drive to make sure it comes out every week. We just want to be reliable. And um, the truth is that we just have so much fun making that show. Um, Marshall comes over to my house. He lives two streets over. We record it in my kitchen, which we lovingly call Studio K. Um, You know, we get to chat for, if if he's coming over for a 45-minute to hour-long recording, it might be a three-hour visit. We just have so much fun together creating this thing. And we really YOLO'd it, right? Or We just like... Let's make a show. Here's the software that we need. Let's get all the equipment and figure it out. And um, um, I don't know. Now we're here. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. and now now you're a respected authority on podcasting in in the region. I'm laughing because I'm like, are you talking about me? <laughs> because you are also starting up your residency at KPL. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. I'm a huge KPL nerd. Um, if you've listened, actually, we just had KPL on the show week before last, where we talked to Mary Chevro, Matt McKinnon, and Nathan Stretch, all wonderful people. And I told this story about how when I was a teenager, I used to get in trouble for coming home late. And my parents would say, where are you? And like, I was, <laughs> I was at the library, and I missed that last queen, one Queen South bus to get home. Um, but it was true. I was actually at the Kitchener Public Library. I loved the building. I loved the books. Um, I'm a little nerdy, as, as I mentioned. Um, so I'd be flipping through guitar books or music books or art books and just me and my two friends. And uh, yeah, sometimes we come home late. But um, I've built this lovely relationship through Bond Park Podcast with Kitchener Public Library. And they just sort of said, do you want to come in and do this? I made a two-part uh, workshop series um, with Imagine It and KPL uh, in the Hafner studio about how to 
you know, start a podcast. Like, what do you need? How do you plug in a mic? Like the real basic, basic stuff. And that's available on their YouTube, uh, YouTube channel. But um, this is going to be working with a small group of people and just sort of meeting them where they're at. Have you started a show? Do you just have a show idea? How do you want to make your show better? And sort of doing some workshops that way. Yeah, and I, you know, it we we've said it a lot on Midtown Radio, but it bears repeating. The Hefner Studios, so Love great, it. wonderful sound. Anyone off yeah. the street can go and create, not just a podcast, but you can record music. You can record in music. You can create a film quality yep. studio. You can three D print. You can use their AutoCAD. You can use their, um, you know, their. Final Cut and their logic and everything is in there for your use. And they're so helpful in mm-hmm. there. You, you could just walk in and say, I want to make a movie and I don't know how. And you're going to get that support that you need. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, libraries are such important parts of our communities. Mm-hmm. And KPL has really been doing great things in terms of pushing forward, in terms of what it means to yeah. be a library and a community resource and a, and a safe, comfortable space yeah. for people to go. And, um, and I think have done a really good job coming out of the pandemic, sort of reopening safely and getting everyone back in mm-hmm. and, and doing cool stuff and making cool things. And of course, we are not in a soundproof no. studio. No. We, are at, um, we are at the Princess Twin and people are uh, getting their popcorn right now, getting ready to go see their movies. And uh, yeah, it's fun, but it's fun being out on the scene. Um, that was when we started this program, it was really important to us to get out into the world. And I, and you know, this is one of the interesting things about Bond Park podcast as well. You named it after a, 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 a location of cultural importance mm-hmm. to you in the city. Um, so, yeah, do you want to talk a bit more about places in the city and, and why? Oh, uh, how wow. You- yeah, that is such an important question. I just saw somebody coming down to use the restroom and then they turned around and went back up. I hope they find them what they need. They're like, that, oh. that weird lady's <laughs> yeah, gesturing <laughs> to me. I'm going to turn She's back. She's going to try and get me on the mic. Uh, oh, you know... Uh, places in the city oh my goodness we have such wonderful like uh, public art spaces which become gathering places like unique gathering places <laughs> oh, we luckily have Sorry. the princess cinema and the, the washroom facilities nearby which you may or may not be able <laughs> to hear but yeah I've also been a member of princess since I was 12 or 13 um, uh, it was my place to go uh, you mentioned Sorry, I'm just rambling about stuff that I do. But uh, you mentioned Jane Bond and live music. Um, fun story. When I was a teenager, I had this teenage band with Sean Kunz and Alan Lung. Hello out there. They don't. I'm not sure if they listen to this, um, but they should. Everyone should. Um, and but that was back when Jane Bond was Acid Sweetness, and we played there. We had this show there that we were really looking forward to. And the late great Paul McLeod joined us on stage and played on our cover of Fisherman's Blues by the Water Boys. And I was just thinking about that memory recently when I was walking past Jane Bond. And I don't know. It's like those tiny little places that sort of stand the test of time, or you know, your favorite cinema, like. Princess or my library, KPL. Even though I live in Waterloo, KPL is my library. I love WPL as well, but um, it's just the connection that you have to those those places that um, drives you to stay here and um, build your family, build your home, build your community in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, I'd, so... I guess a couple of questions uh, just to finish off the interview. So if people are interested in working with the official podcaster in residence at KPL, what Who's is that? the application process? For, for, it's uh, actually for closed that? right now. Oh, sorry. So, so, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Terrible segue. Just no, today's the third, right? So yeah. they just closed on the first. Right. So um, uh, KPL is now uh, sifting through those applications and, um, you know, maybe we'll do it again in the future, but uh, those so, are being reviewed So there right you now. go. If you missed your opportunity, you should probably make some noise to have a, Sarah reinstated as the <laughs> podcaster in residence and she can run the workshops again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what episodes do we have to look forward to on Bond Park podcast? Oh my gosh. We have so much good stuff coming up. Um, we just interviewed a member of Swan Waterloo, a sex workers um, association of uh, Waterloo region and I'm not sure if I'm saying that exactly right, um, but uh, we were really drawn to the work that they're doing in the area. Um, we have a two-part series coming out in January that's all about food choices, where we talk to some um, vegan activists as well as butchers, and um, uh, actually the person that holds the world's record for fastest lettuce eating, uh, Mike Jackie's Heat, I think is his handle on Instagram. So that will be really fun coming up, and we're just really excited to get into season four, which will begin in January. So new season starting in January. Very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Yeah, thanks for coming in to join us. Thanks for having me. I love everything that Midtown does. I'm watching very closely. You guys are crushing it at every turn. Thanks. (laughs) 
Um, so we're going to um, head back to a song, but 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 before we do, I just want to mention, and we do we we had our new season launch, um, uh, but there are some shows that are still launching. Of course, Bond Park will be launching a new season in January, but this weekend, Watershed Writers is launching uh, its new new season. So tune in on Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, for novelist. Pamela Malloy talking about her new novel that explores catastrophe, woman, women aviators, and 1930s feminism, which um, I don't know who doesn't like any of those topics. Uh, it's so good. So um, that's uh, one of our shows is, is relaunching this weekend, Watershed Writers, Saturdays at, nine, at 10 a.m. So please tune in. And Saturdays at 9 a.m., we have rotating podcasts. So um, if, if you're not sure what you feel like listening to, you want to play a little podcast roulette, you can turn, tune in at 9 a.m. and hear something different every, every, every month. Um, yeah, so we will listen to some more great local music. I think we are going to listen to Danny Christina uh, Gambler. The sun comes up again. Is there something that I missed? Letting go of the feeling of his fingertips on the corner of 17. And I never thought that I would be this bad. Looking for a love that's like a prayer. Losing sleep, not playing fair.
You are listening to On the Scene. My name is Danielle DeVoe. I have been your guest host for tonight. I hope you enjoyed hearing the sounds of popcorn popping, people walking around, movies starting up, the glorious sound, the occasional hand dryer coming from the bathrooms. It's been so fun. People watching in the basement of the Princess Twin, surrounded by all the beautiful art in their gallery. We had an amazing guest tonight, Sarah Guidlinger, who came in to talk about her awesome new film, which you can see next weekend at the Princess Cinema. And of course, every week on the scene moves from place to place. We're kind of like the littlest hobo that way. We just go to a new location. Um, settle down for a few minutes, chat with a new guest about all the happenings going on in the region. This program is made possible with sponsorship from the Downtown Kitchener BIA as well as the Uptown Waterloo BIA. And uh, there are a whole team of us producing it from week to week. Uh, sometimes it's me, Danielle DeVoe, but we've also got assistance from Matt Rappel, Derek Rydell, Allison Dijak, and David Harms, who often is the one stuck schlepping our heavy equipment from location to location. Um, tune in next week for another great show highlighting all of the arts and culture happening around town. And if you have events, please do tell us about them. It takes us an inordinate amount of time creating our little spreadsheets every week uh, to get all of the event listings together. So you can always reach out to us, midtownradiokw at gmail.com. Um, or you can catch us on Twitter or Instagram at Midtown Radio KW. We want to hear about your events. We want to hear about your ideas for great locations. And we want to hear your music recommendations. I don't know if anyone was listening way back to the summer, our first episode, but we were at the, the Crazy Canuck uh, for a night of comedy with the Rusty Nail. And that is the last thing I forgot to tell you about, our comedy listings for this weekend. Of course, Crazy Canuck continues its fantastic residency. Uh, the Rusty Nail continues its fantastic residency at Crazy Canuck. Um, so this Friday, you can catch Kevin Christopher, Seema Saperi, and Paul McCallum. Uh, doors at 7, show at 8, as always. Tickets $20. And same again on Saturday. And it's just been really wonderful to, to finally have a live comedy scene back up and running post-pandemic in town. And, and you know, I've been there on nights when you can't actually see the show because it is so popular. So um, part of the catalyst for this show was that the scenes have got going again. And it's it's been such a pleasure to, to, tr to keep track of all of the great live music happening in town, all of the great comedy, all of the great film, and all of the great local artists and creatives who are making that happen. So yeah, tune in next week. Um, go see Sarah's film. And uh, thank you so much for listening tonight. My name is Danielle DeVoe and I will catch you next time.